Hey, welcome back. It's your boy Claiborne Jackson. Today I want to talk to you about my 20-day running streak. Yes, my 20-day running streak. So, I decided, of course, 21 days, I guess you could say now, 21 days ago, that I was going to dedicate my time to running every single day. I wanted to see how long I could do. I was trying to see how long of a streak I could do. Um, It wasn't a challenge. I hadn't joined the challenge with anybody. I wasn't part of any challenge or any group activity, but it was just my own personal thing that I wanted to see how many days in a row could I actually run. Now, my why behind all of it. Well, part of the reason why was ever since I had that running with COVID, my breathing hasn't really been the same. It's never consistent. I don't, I can never tell you where I have a week where my breathing pattern is completely the same. There's some days I can take off and I wake up and I can run, you know, a solid mile, almost two and not feel like there's any kind of breathing difficulties. And then there are certain days where I can get dressed, walk out my house be like, Oh, I got to run to the car and get something to run back before I even start my run in I'm already winded. So it really just kind of depends. You know, it hasn't been a consistent pattern. And I still don't know what that pattern is or if there's ever really going to be another pattern. Because the way that that virus took effect uh, on my lungs, it hasn't, you know, they never fully recovered from that. But anyhow, my thing was, let me see how many days in a row can I actually run? Now, part of it, one of my whys was I felt like I kind of fell off. And had got distracted from running because there are so many other things that were going on around me. And I'm still doing my uh, Funk Roberts Alpha Over 40 Shred program. So I still have that Monday through. Uh, the weather had changed. So where usually I run during my lunch break, the weather, we had like a heat, uh, heat wave going. I almost said heat stroke. Probably what I felt like I was having was a heat stroke. But the weather had changed. So we had a couple of days or a couple of weeks where it was insane. So Unless I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, the way my schedule was set, unless I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and I go for a run between 4.30 and 5 to give me enough time to get a good solid run in um, and then get back in the house, get showered up and so forth and get ready to start work at 6 in the morning. If I don't do that, then I'll do it at lunch. Well, lunch for me is around 10, 10.30 in the morning. The heat wave seemed to have been peaking right around 10 o'clock in the morning. So there were weeks where we had, by 10 o'clock, it was already pushing like 86 degrees and so forth. I tried it a couple of times, and man, I felt like Martin Lawrence. Man, I don't know how many of y'all remember when Martin Lawrence put on that sauna suit and he was trying to lose weight for a movie and took off and went running through the neighborhood in his sauna suit and uh he damn near died and ended up in the hospital with a heat stroke. <laughs> so that's that's how it almost felt. It took me back to that time. Now, on a side note, I, too, had a sinus suit. Not this time, but many years back when I tried to run, many years back, I had a sinus suit. I put it on. I tried to run. My mother, rest in peace, and all of her knowledge and wisdom that I never listened to, she told me before I walked out of the house, she said, you're going to end up like Martin Lawrence trying to run around and that damn sauna suit looking like a fool. The sun is out. It's hot. I wouldn't advise that you do it. Well, me being me and man being man, 
I took off for the run. And by the time I got around to the second street behind my house, I was sitting on the sidewalk. One of the neighbors brought me some water. Well, after they helped get me out of my sauna suit, at least the top part of it, she brought me some water. The whole bit, I almost ended up with a ride back home. I say my pride had me fold my sauna suit up in my arm and uh, walk slowly (laughs) sipping on another bottle of water that she gave me. To go home, and mind you, this was probably maybe, I don't know, what, a three, four-minute walk around the corner? Yeah, so anyhow, I wasn't trying to go back to feeling that way. So a few times I went out and ran recently during that heat wave, and it was uh, it was too much. So at that point, I'm feeling a little bit discouraged, and I'm like, okay, at lunch I can at least get two miles in. Now the heat's here. Forget it. In the morning, I started doing my Funk Robbers workout, and... Instead of incorporating that, the incorporating them both together, uh, I hit a lull, man. I think I just hit like a mental lull, like a mental slump. And, you know, I always preach about mental health and staying stable and keeping yourself in a positive environment. But every now and then, man, it'll catch up to you. And you have to go back to what you learn from therapy and so forth to pull yourself back out of that funk. Now, I'm not saying it was a funk as in I was back to being depressed and down and out and the world was coming to an end. It was more of a funk of just dealing with a lot of things at one time. Certain situations that I haven't been able to close out yet, that will bring me ultimate peace. So every now and then it'll get under my skin and it'll kind of slow me down. I have to work myself back out of that funk. So that was another one of the reasons as to why I stopped getting up at four o'clock in the morning. So me, I start to notice a pattern. I'm just like, okay, you're slipping. You're not getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You're not getting up at 4.30 in the morning. You're not going running at all. Forgetting that, you know, originally, the reason why I was able to, to run and make the improvements that I had made was I had a consistent pattern of running. And I think part of my own process was that, okay, well, since I can't go out and run three miles in the morning before I start work, I can't run three miles after work because I immediately start doing a side gig. And now I can't even get two miles in during the morning because it's so hot. I'm forgetting the fact that originally all of this progress I made stemmed from me being able to run one mile. That was my original goal was just to be able to run one mile. Well, consistently going out there every single day or every other day, but having a pattern to where I was actually working to run that one mile is what got me to running two miles, what got me to running three miles, what got me my little badges and so forth for trying to run these 5Ks, which helped me through the whole thing with COVID and not allowing it to set me back and just completely wipe me out. And then when I came from that, I came out stronger, faster, and was working harder. So now I'm like, okay, this little bit of funk is not going to slow me down. So I also decided if I try to run every single day, It's going to take me back to my basics, to my origins, the roots of this whole running. I don't need to run two miles. I don't need to run three miles, but I need to run one mile if that's all the time that I have and make that the most intense run that I could possibly make it. Because originally, before I started running after work and so forth, I was running every day during my lunch break. I have a lunch break, my uh, first break in the morning, which is 15 minutes or every other day. And the way that my schedule works out with uh, my workout plan is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, technically are the days we have the workouts. Tuesday, Thursday were my running days. Well, I just went to working out Monday, 
Wednesday, Friday, and calling it a wash. So these are some of the reasons as to why I said, you know what, we're going to force ourselves to flip the switch and be consistent. And I figured as long as I can do this every single day, it's going to help improve my cardio. It's going to, you know, restore some of that discipline back to my life. It's going to help me erase some of these excuses that I was coming up with because some of it was factual, some of it was excuses. All of it you could really say are excuses because I've seen people out here running when it was almost 100 degrees. Now, I'm not saying that that's the smartest thing to do. I don't know anybody else's personal journey. I'm not sure what their goal is or what they were trying to accomplish, but they were out there running. It was 100 degrees. So you could say that mine was an excuse based on the temperature also as to why I wasn't doing it. But some of the things that I was realizing was that Well, I guess one of the big things with running, running is very unforgiving. If you don't dedicate time and effort to running and you leave it and come back and you can, you can start running for a week, two weeks, depending. I don't know. Everybody's body is different, but running will let you know real quick that you're slacking off and it might only take you a day or two to get back on track, depending upon your experience level. Some people might just take a week off for the heck of it and come back out and be fine. But it just depends. An individual sport. And it is truly an individual sport. A very unforgiving individual sport on top of that. So I figured, you know what, being that it's so unforgiving, let me stop asking for forgiveness from running and dedicate myself back to being on track and being on top of things. Part of my goals are what I was hoping to achieve from doing it was uh, I was going to get my pace back, get back to having a decent pace with my running, uh, increase my speed and my stamina on my runs, maybe shave off a few seconds uh, here and there of my time. Um, man, uh, just just discipline and focus to show myself that, hey, you can be disciplined enough to get up every single day like you were doing before at a set time and make it happen. You know, mental clarity and peace. Which is weird because now, back in the days, running for me was a punishment. And I used to hate it with the passion, dude. It was just like, and I think a lot of it starts off when you're young. And your teachers, your coaches, um, anytime you were doing something that they didn't like. And it was their way of saying, you have too much energy. You have too much energy. So, you know, everybody in the class, put your pen, paper down, whatever. We're going to go outside and run. And I mean, this would be any class back in my days. I know now the world is so sensitive and you can't do certain things to children and so forth and so on. And But back in our days, you could have been in science. You could have been in English. It didn't matter what the class was. If the teacher wanted you to go run, and they might not even send the whole class. They would just send you out by yourself and say, go run and come back. So I think the way that we kind of came up, for me, running was discipline. Running was a punishment. I didn't mind running when we had to play football. I didn't mind running for boxing. I didn't mind running for Muay Thai. But outside of doing it when I had to do it to try and help me improve in a sport or some kind of activity, I didn't like to run. But now I find a lot of peace, some mental clarity. It's just that time alone with you, the street, and whatever you're listening to. There's certain days I'll run and I'll run listening to gospel. There's certain days I'll run, I'll listen to a podcast. I'll write run and listen to just some straight hardcore Hip-hop, you know, it just really depends, but it depends on what type of mood I'm in and what kind of run I'm having. Usually on the weekends, I'll run to maybe some old Teddy Riley, New Jack Swing channel, you know, for fun. Because it's just a fun run and I'm out just, you know, having a good time. I'm not running for a time. 
not trying to beat my own personal PR. I'm just out renting and enjoying my time that I have with myself. So it just kind of depends. But that's one of the things I was looking for. Um, and, you know, then there's a there's a 5K slash 10K that's coming up in Vegas. Yeah, I think it's the Rock and Roll Run. Um, but that's in Vegas in January. So I also wanted to try and get back into some kind of running shape type of situation thing. Uh, just just basically get back into get back into running form, as some would say, and try and push myself to be ready for that. You know, so I'm sure there's other advantages that would come from it. You know, just and I was curious to see also with utilizing that along with my regular workouts, how would uh, the body structure composition and so forth, how would that change too? You know, so to me, running is still pretty new. You know, I've only done it now or been involved with trying to run at a certain pace and so forth for a little bit less than a year. You know what I mean? So it's still different. It's still interesting, exciting, and I'm just learning as I go. I mean, I'll probably do a thing one day about my shoes because my shoes have changed drastically. I think um, the first set of shoes I tried to run in were like CrossFit shoes, but they were cross-training shoes. I figured I could run in those, and the Lord helped me. It's crazy from those to the shoes that I have now, which are crazy. But it's it's funny the difference of once you really start putting time in and, you know, you start seeing what equipment you need, how does it affect you, how does it work, the whole bit. So, you know, just some of the things that I was hoping to gain from getting out there and trying to run every day. So I ended up doing it, and I'm up to, at the moment, I was up to day 20 uh, yesterday. It was actually day 20 of me running straight every single day, whether it was one mile, three miles, two miles, whatever, every single day for 20 days straight, I was able to get up and run. Well, I decided that on day 20, that that would actually be my last day of running every single day. Now, I'm not going to start running as a whole or anything of that nature, but just every single day I'm going to fall back and go back to my schedule as far as mixing it in with my funk robbers workouts and so forth, because there's a lot of benefits from it, but then there's also, you know, some things that weren't too beneficial. I.e., me and my old Muay Thai ankle, Muay Thai knee, um, they, they both become, <laughs> they both kind of resurfaced to, to remind me that, Hey, man, you're 48 years old and still have some injuries that you really haven't taken care of. But it's nothing that's really something that's going to, you know, cripple me or lay me down. But I figure 20 days really kind of started to aggravate some of those things. And I probably need to fall back and take a little time off. Which a little bit of time off for me is like two to three days and then I'm back at it. So Saturday was the 20th day. Uh, Sunday off. Monday off. And then Tuesday, I'll come back out with a with a light run, and I just get back to the basics because I think the twenty days that I've done this in a row has it's helped me out a lot. It's been a, it's been real beneficial for me as far as running. My pace got better. I shaved off a few seconds here and there. Some days I even shocked myself. And keep in mind, when I run, I don't know how other people run, but when I run, I run for myself. I compete against myself and I don't 
do anything out there to impress anyone other than myself. So it's a very personal, individualized sport and activity for me. So I shaved off a few seconds from my own time. There's some days I ran so good that I was shocked. And oddly enough, the days that I had my best time were the days that it was the hottest outside, which was probably because I was trying to hurry up and get out of the heat. Heat will motivate you, man. Heat will inspire you to finish something quickly. But then on the real side of it, too, the warmer it is, the the warmer my body is, the warmer my muscles, you know, everything is, is a lot more loose. So that probably also helped, too, because when it's cold in the morning at 4, 4.30 in the morning, it, I, I would say, man, it takes probably that first half a mile to a mile for me to feel completely good and moving fluently and just taking off. And that's, mind you, after warming up in the house first. So it's not like I just hop out of bed like my son, who's 20, jump out of bed, throw some tennis shoes, and take off out the door. That's far from what happens for me. It's like starting up an old car. I get up in the morning, I sit on the edge of the bed, like, <laughs> turn the key a couple of times, <laughs> go in the kitchen, grab some coffee, pour that in, some warm coffee, try and get me moving around and walk around the house a couple of times. Shoot, a friend of mine even said that they vacuum sometime or clean the house, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> just to get loose. You know, shoot, we're all in our 40s, man. None of us are, are, are spring chickens where we just hop up and take off running. That just, you know. If we had to do it for an emergency, I'm sure we could still can, but we're probably feeling in the morning. You know, we require that warm-up time now. But I think uh, from all of that, I kind of got off track with y'all with that whole thing. But anyhow, but uh, but no, it, was just, it was a lot of benefits that came from it. And some of the uh, injuries I've had prior were just kind of reminded me like, hey, you know what, you're 48 years old, 20 days straight, let's take some time off. And sometimes you got to look at the signs that are involved. It was day 20. The timing was perfect because I was going to run with, and I did run with the Black Men Run group. And it's our normal monthly unity run. So it's the Black Men Run group along with the Black Girls Run. So the timing was perfect because both of the groups were getting together along with a whole lot of other groups downtown at a coffee shop. Uh, I want to say it was on B Street, B and 7th. Somewhere down, it was, I know there's a B involved, but it's 6th or 7th, but it was at the coffee shop. And it was also the Brianna, Brianna Taylor Justice Run, too. So it all kind of worked itself out because we're running for a cause. I'm running with my brothers and my sisters, along with a whole bunch of other groups that were there. They had people that was out, that were out there biking for Brianna. It was a beautiful thing. It was, it was a lot of people that showed up, much bigger than I expected, because I'm expecting it just to be black men run, black girls run. And then maybe a couple of other people. It was, it was deep. It was pretty deep. So I was like, okay, you know, that's I'm running for a cause and I'm running with my group. Then I also had a virtual five uh, 5K that I needed to complete. And that was the uh, the emoji, the mask emoji. So you get a little metal with the mask and the guy in the mask, the little emoji is a smiling face, but his mask can come on and off. So it's kind of cool. I, I liked it. I got a kick out of it. I thought it was funny. Even took a picture of it with like the mask underneath his emoji nose or emoji mouth. You know how a lot of people wear their mask when it's still underneath their nose and they can still breathe it in. So you might as well take the mask off, but that's a whole nother thing. But I could also complete that and get that out the way too. So to me, it was like, hey, this is perfect timing. And then plus, I had also bought these new shoes that I've been running in. And um, I've been running neighborhood wise and I'm breaking them in. So I had yet to actually get a chance to go wear those. 
Um, I got a custom running shirt from Black Men Run that I got my mom's name put on the back of. You know, as I shoot, that lady still, her energy, her spirit still pushes me through everything that I have to do in a day. So I hadn't had a chance to really do an official run with the group, with the shirt, and then the shoes, and then the calls we were running for, the 5K that I have that was virtual. And this has all just happened to come together on day 20. Sometimes it's just a plan. Sometimes it's just the way things happen. And it all just seemed to work itself out. So that on top of the fact that <laughs> my ankle was hollering at me and my knee was hollering at me. So we all, we put it all together. The timing was perfect for a change. The rent itself, beautiful, man. I haven't ran downtown ever. I've never done a run downtown. When you look at how life changes, I was a gas lamp person. Gas lamp, San Diego, downtown, all the clubs. A lot of people I know don't like to go to the gas lamp because it's too much. It's too crowded. The parking, the drinks and so forth. But I'm that person. I like the city life of it all. I like to go downtown, enjoy the crowd the whole bit. Well, you fast forward. I went from partying in the gas lamp to getting up and being at the gas lamp at seven in the morning so I could go for a run as opposed to going to drink, party and act a fool. It's amazing how times change. Now, mind you, I did see reminiscence of, of people that did have a good time the night before. There's an empty bottle of, I want to say maybe Mad Dog or something that was in a very small, cheap bottle. There's a pack of hair. I don't know if somebody was trying to put their ponytail on. I don't know if they're trying to put their ponytail back when the club was over. But either way, there was an empty bottle of alcohol and somebody's hair that did not end up on their head before the night was over. And, you know, I'm like, gas lamp is still popping. It's still, <laughs> the gas lamp has not changed. But it was fun being out there during the daytime and doing something that was totally out of my norm from the years of. The run itself was cool. Um, we ran through the gas lamp, went all the way down by the harbor, from the harbor. You need to get down there, you get to see a couple of boats and the water. And it wasn't a run where we were just trying to hurry up and do it for speed. It was a run to be out running for a cause and just being with the people, man, and having a good time. You know, lots of good conversation and jokes. We stopped periodically. People had to go to the bathroom. It was just a fun, fun morning run. And uh, this time I didn't get lost. I know last time I went on a run, and uh, <laughs> that's the time I got lost and turned the turned the 5K almost into a 10K by me getting lost and not thinking to just turn around and go back the way you came, fools, and going to, yeah. This time I didn't get lost, though. So, uh, much better this time. But, Everything was so fun, man. Um, the parking lot, it was ten dollars to park, so I thought. So then I moved my car and parked on the street and paid two fifty. Then I found out that I could have stayed in the parking lot till probably ten o'clock for free. And you know, downtown, man, look, you do not want to get a parking ticket at any point in time of the day because it just truly sucks. And it just kind of, you know, it was one of those things that would just totally destroy your mood, man. But other than that, it was fun, man. It sprinkled for a little bit, which was totally random. You know, but uh, I felt good. I felt good. And even with us stopping, cracking jokes and laughing and just taking our time, we still ended up managing having a good time as far as how long it took us to do the 5K. That was still, uh, the time was still good, which kind of shows that, look, sometimes you need to lighten up and just live a little bit and not be so serious about everything. And it'll still work itself out. You know what I mean? So it was a good time. So that's why I figured, you know what? I thought about it. I was going to try and do, you know, 30 days, push myself to 30. 
But as you get older, you get wiser and try to keep yourself out of Kaiser. Permanente, that is. So for myself, I was like, you know what? I think this is a good time. It's a, it's, it's a perfect time. Day 20, running for a cause, running with your friends and your group. It's a beautiful way to wrap up a, a running streak for yourself. You never know. I might do it again and see how many days I can do it later in the year. You know, but I'm, the whole thing now is that I'm just going to stay consistent with my runs, period. And it might not be as many days, but it'll be at a higher level of quality and probably more of a distance. Because also what I was doing, too, was being that was short time and running at different times, only having so much time to do it. There's a lot of sprint training. So there's 30 minutes or 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. To make it more intense. So now I'll probably go back to my every other day and then try to get my three miles in every other day. So it's longer, better quality runs. And then switch it up again. You know, you always got to change things for your body and shock your body. But I, and within, I think within this 2021 day experiment, uh, I would say, because the way this thing does it is in seven days, but I would say that. I, Total mileage is probably between 42 to 45 That look in that window there. Um, 42 to 45 miles is how many miles I actually ran for this almost three-week period. You know, to some people, that's nothing. To some people, that's a whole lot. To me, that's a whole lot. <laughs> it's damn good for where I'm at. Um, a friend of mine is doing a 50-mile challenge for the month. And she's currently, it's still, what, a bunch of time left in this month. And I think she was maybe seven miles away from reaching her goal. So she's going to probably pass that. And, and I would say the way that she runs, she, she might hit a good 60, 70 miles for the month. But everybody has their own personal goals. And she's not running every day, but she's running long quality runs. See what I mean? So everybody has their thing. And that's part of her challenge. And a salute, man. Salute to my partner right there. But I think for me now, I'll go ahead because now I feel like I'm on a consistent path. I'm on a righteous path mentally, physically. Everything is clicking. I give my body a little old man time to relax, recoup. And uh, I came out of there with much better cardio. My speed increased. Even with incorporating the other workouts, I was able to, you know, manipulate and adjust some of my body fat, more leaner muscle. My legs feel stronger. My core feels much better. The big thing, though, is that cardio, man. If anybody out there has had COVID, life after COVID with cardio, depending upon the level of COVID that you had. Like my son had COVID. He's not affected at all. You know what I'm saying? A few of my friends had it. They're affected the same way. I was watching the Kansas City game. Uh, the cornerback Matthews, he had COVID. You see my man on the sideline hitting the oxygen now. It's no joke. It really impacts the hell out of your lungs. So with that being said, I feel a lot better. You know, I, the only thing is now I do run with my inhaler in my pocket. I had an inhaler before. that only really messed with when I was like if I had a cold. But life after COVID, I keep it in my pocket whenever I go running. Because, man, I, I can go from... Whew, I'm out and I'm running good, feeling good to looking like that fish out the water on that asthma commercial in a, in a matter of moments. It's wild. I mean, I even watch the humidity levels now, like how humid is it outside just to see. But at the end of all of this 20 days, man, I feel much better. Breathing, everything feels much better. Now I do a couple of 
Epsom salt soaks. Now, real quick, the Epsom salt. I'll tell you a quick story, man. So when I'm walking, we're we're going through the run. And I'm talking about my illness and like the, the ailments, like, oh, my leg, this, that, and the other. So a friend of mine says, well, hey, have you ever tried Epsom salt? Show you where my mind goes. And it's all over the place sometimes. But where my mind went, I was like, no, I don't ever add salt to anything because of my blood pressure. And I'm not trying to, you know, my blood pressure is good now. I really don't even have to take meds technically, I don't think. But my blood pressure is good. But I was like, I don't really mess with salt because I don't want to elevate my blood pressure. So I'm cool. And they looked at each other. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> everybody kind of looked like, what the hell is he talking about? And it was like, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? She was, she was like, her and her daughter were just like, no, no. We're not talking about digesting the salt, putting it in the tub and soaking in the salt. It has nothing to do with your blood pressure. Just soak in the salt. I was like, oh, my bad. My bad. So I probably put some Epsom salt in my bath, uh, not messing with my blood pressure, and uh, sit down to soak in it. Yeah, now if my blood pressure elevates, I will be reaching back out to them to let them know that it did seep through my pores, and now my blood pressure is out of control. But I doubt if that's going to happen. But that's that's pretty much how it worked out, man. I think, if anything, man, this is more of a personal journey, mentally and physically, to challenge myself. It wasn't a challenge issued by anybody other than myself. And in life, that's the challenges that really matters is what you challenge yourself to do. The world is always going to have some kind of thing to challenge you about, whether it's your job, relationships, finances, living. It's always going to be a challenge that's pushed upon you, whether you want it or not. But the most meaningful challenges is what you challenge yourself to do to help you improve as a person, to help you down the line. That's going to really help to make a change for you. So I walk away with knowing now that, hey, not that I didn't know before, but if I put my mind to something, then my mind is still strong enough to follow through whatever I set myself to do. I knew I could before. I've done it before. I'm still doing it. But sometimes you have to remind yourself that, A, I can dedicate my time, focus, and be consistent at one thing. Now, this will roll over to all kind of avenues of my life because I also has fell off as far as being consistent with my podcasting, as far as with my own personal goals and development uh, projects and things that I'm trying to work towards to make changes. I fell off on that also, but this has helped me to completely refocus all of my attention and energy towards the things that I'm working on and then being consistent with those things that I'm working towards, you know, finances, relationship, employment, podcasting, um, video and all, all, just a whole thing, whole bunch of things that I'm working on. But this has also helped me to refocus and dedicate my time and attention to such. So I say this, man, challenge yourself, man. Challenge yourself. It's all about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable in all the situations that you're in. Challenge yourself. Push yourself. And you'll be amazed in the end how the results come out, man. I'm feeling good. You know, stay tuned. I'm going to probably challenge myself to something else next month. I don't know what yet, but, you know, maybe I'll take on my biggest, my biggest nemesis, which is sweets. Maybe I'll challenge myself to cut back on some of that on my sweet intake. I'm not going to cut it off, but maybe I'll cut back on some of my sweets, man. But I thank y'all for your time. I thank y'all for your attention, for your support. 
You know, please, man. Shoot, don't just like and subscribe, but also comment, man. Let me know what challenges you're facing. What did you challenge yourself to? What have you accomplished? Hey, if you've done some kind of a run, if you just read a bunch of books, whatever, let me know, man. I'm really interested, man. But that's your boy, man, Claiborne Jackson. Still running this day, go Diddy Vision. Life is good. Life is great. And uh, shoot, hey, thank y'all again. Peace. Have a good one, y'all.